Enjoy part two of uh, men as they talk real talk about encouraging the younger generation to men up. Enjoy. Good evening, social media. This is part two of men stand up to the wicked. I'm thankful to be here for part two to talk to the younger men, us the older ones over 30, to give you some advice. Us been through it. I'm not much older. But I'm thankful that I'm here to give a little advice, to go through the word of God and bring out those points that may be a help to the younger ones. Okay, but Ryan. Yes, sir. Here we go in part two. Yeah, sure. I've been going over this one, speaking of Joseph this time. Mm-hmm. Sort of reminded me of the same as Boaz. Yeah. Man of integrity, mm-hmm. a godly man who followed the precepts of God who wanted to live up to the standards. Right. Was taught and lived up to those ways. Mm-hmm. Kept himself pure. Had opportunities, as I was reading through, <laughs> to do things that he shouldn't have done. Yeah. That people had all often put the things in front of him. Mm-hmm. You know, but he stood fast. Yeah. I was just reading, like I said, got it earlier, you know, relating to it. Having been put in prison because of something he didn't do. Yeah, he didn't do that. Yeah, a setup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it buys some things today. People try to entrap you. Mm-hmm. And what we do with that trapment depends on how it turns out. Right. We can use it to our advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, because many try to corner us yeah. in all different ways mm-hmm. to see what you're really made of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I don't know if you have any views about that. Yeah, and you're, you're young. But... Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be totally honest. There are some times where I, I face, like, you know, natural problems because I'm, I'm still a human. But I'm just like, if I could just strip out of this deacon outfit or this director <laughs> outfit. But I'm like, nah, man, because I can't. I can't be one way one day and another way the next. You know, it's all, it's all about the yeah, integrity in every situation. It can't just be how are you when things are good. It's how are you, period, good or bad. That's true. Mm-mm. And I said, I'm thinking on that, how his brothers, his stepbrothers, yeah. <laughs> you know, sold him into slavery. Mm. That's pretty low. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, they say yeah, yeah, the closest, the closest people can hurt you the most sometimes. Yeah, they say you're free to bite you the hardest, but mm. you're the freest, but that's really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that people will even go to that level to try mm. to entrap the stepbrother, you know? You know, I'm looking at it and saying, I said, that's a low, 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 low. Yeah. <laughs> Even going through how he was put in a position and he became a leader. Mm. You're planning out for the city. Yeah. Oh, your enemy got you in prison, but utilizing the gifts of God that God has given you. Yeah. To make himself profitable. Mm. Well, I'm thankful that even though he has made himself profitable, but he kept his standard. Yeah. Learned as much as he could learn. Mm-hmm. Of course, all knowledge coming from the Lord. Mm-hmm. So he's able to take that knowledge he got from the Lord and be prosperous, right. help his people. Didn't hold it up for his house. Mm-hmm. He put a cap in and said, oh, I'm going I'm I'm in with the big boys. <laughs> yeah. I can get all the wealth I can, store it up. But no, he was thinking about his people that didn't have. Yeah. And open up a door where they can have a little more actual, little better position in life, you know? Yeah, because yeah, you can't take it with you. Might as well share what you can. That's true. Mm. 
you know, because many people have it, mm. but they ain't gonna give it. Yeah. <laughs> God allowed him to go through that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a load. <laughs> yeah. You know, but then to have, like I said, Pharaoh to come back to you and say, you know, help me. Mm. He could have said no. He might have lost his life for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's a wise man in what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, standing fast. A judge has been a dreamer. <laughs> I was looking at that. Yeah. I mean, God showed him different things. People came to him for counseling. Mm-hmm. When he interpreted the dreams. Yeah. He made himself available. At first, the dreams were given. He may not have understood them. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, those dreams were given. He was at, got the interpretation where he was able to give him the real meaning of yeah. that dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, it takes time sometimes. Overnight, you just can't get it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's with anything. You don't, you don't tend not to get that on the first time through or the, or the first couple of times, but you know, it get, gets a little easy as you go. I mean, even like part of his wife trying to set him up. Mm-hmm. I was reading on that, like, really? Yeah. I don't know. I ain't read how well if she's a good-looking woman or not. I'm sure she was. I would, I would imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he turned away, mm-hmm. went his way, said, no, 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 no. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. I got to stand on the right. And God has given me the opportunity to do that. Yeah. He stood fast. Young glad he didn't turn his back. Yeah. Because he had to. Mm-hmm. We want to have the example today of a yeah. godly yeah. man. Exactly. A man that stood fast mm-hmm. under precious time. Even today, I see it. Yeah, you never know what your faithfulness would. You never know what your faithful faithfulness would do, like in the long term. Like people, people can sometimes be kind of short sighted, not mm-hmm. seeing the the whole picture. But you know, there's a reason for the test. Yes, yes. It's it's a testimony not just for you, but for a next person who's going to be going through and say, "Oh, yeah, that guy could do it." So I know he can. So I know I can too. It's not just for you. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. I mean, I look back on my life as a young man. Didn't want to stay home, just doing nothing. Mm. And Brother Trot, Stephen's dad, took me on his wings, taught me plumbing. Mm. And even today, because of that, yeah. I'm able to stand and work with the kingdom because mm. of the guidelines that I received from Brother Trot. Right. You know, as a young man, mm. I could have been doing like most of us, just riding a bike up and down, causing mm. problems in the neighborhood. Right. But I chose to get a job. Mm learn a trade, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my daddy used to tease me because anybody that came to the house to work there, he said, y'all have labor today. The carpenter, taller, painter, you know, plumber, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I had to be the laborer. Mm-hmm. But look what it, the Lord has done because today, right. I don't just know plumbing, mm-hmm. other trades, so... Right. Just use myself as like an example. Right, right. You know, for today. Sure. So the gifting that he put in me mm. from others. Yeah. Now we knew I was a quiet little young lad. <laughs> Didn't say much. Yeah. But I always paid attention to mm. what they were doing and, you know, yeah. probably learn as much as I can learn. Mm. And today I'm able to teach a few others. Yeah. You know, even today I was putting out a few little seeds, Mm-mm-mm. you know, right. doing a little grass cutting today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can in opposition. We may think it's little. Yeah. But we can show forth. You being a music man, <laughs> like I said, you can show those little ones, as I said before. Yeah. The way. 
Mm-hmm. Teach him those keys. Yep. I wish I knew how to play the piano. Oh. <laughs> $35. I'm glad you covered. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers are a bit too big for the keys, I think. <laughs> they overlap too many keys at the same time. But I bless God for your gifting. Thank you. Appreciate you know. it. And you too. An iron, iron sharpened an iron. Mm, yep, definitely. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, I um, I got into landscaping because I didn't want to go to these summer day camps. I, I saw my older cousins making money working. Yes. So I said, I want to make some money too. So the only job that was available for a 12-year-old was doing landscaping with my uncle. Waking <laughs> okay. up at 7 o'clock in the morning, going out cutting grass. I didn't want to do that. But then, you know, I look back and I, well, I can do that now. I do that now around my house. So around my yes. house. So it's like, eh, it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. <laughs> I rather got some more sleep, but you know, it was no bit. Yeah, it moves us for the future. Mm-mm. I mean, who are you? if you don't have the gift, you got to pay somebody else to cut exactly. the grass and exactly, yeah. clean up the lawn. You know, Mm-mm. it was it was playing even back then as a young youth to teach you, right? Yeah, you were having your future, right? You, know, you could teach your, your fellow friends about it, you know, right, right. Teach them a lesson of two, but like I said, it's gifting. It's always mm-hmm. gifting. Sure. Got a little stuff coming in. It guards the end in view. Mm, yep. You have to keep focused because some people turn away and forget from once they can. Mm-mm. The view is. Yeah. We keep him first. Mm. He'll open up doors. Yeah. I've seen that many times, even for the young. Mm. They may be listening in or tuning in. They can learn. Yeah. Yeah. You may feel those. I'm a computer man. I don't get my hands dirty. Mm-mm-mm. But, you know, you have to apply yourself. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like you I know? said last time, even even in school of YouTube, like sometimes you might not you might not be in a situation where you can call somebody and say, do X, Y, and Z for me, you know? Um, uh-huh. I mean, you know, changing the tie on the side of the road, that could happen at any time, anywhere. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. It's so true. Mm-mm. You know, there's so many lessons we can learn. So right. many. I'll try by the matches and see if he's got it together yet. Hey, my brother, I'm trying. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hey, I can yeah. hear you. <laughs> I can hear you as well. Blessings, how are you, brother Durant? Oh, good. good. How about you? I don't know if you heard any, anything as we were saying earlier, brother Ryan and I. I heard a little bit of that. I believe you're speaking of Joseph. I weren't sure. Yes, yes, yes. Relating okay. to Boaz, all the standard was there with him as well. Yes. You know, he didn't have to be how he stood up. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know if you have any rules about that, about Matthew, about Joseph and his life. Joseph was an esteemed man. He was a man of God and um, a person, right, that people envied as well. Yes. You know what I mean? From a youth. They envied him mm-hmm. because, you know, think of the code of many colors. Yes, yes. You know? um, and so they envied him. His brothers envied him. And um, he was given a gift early on in life. The dream. Yes. He had a lot on his plate even mm-hmm. early on in life. You follow me, Brother Durant? Oh, yeah. He had, a lot. <laughs> he had a lot on his plate. I mean, you know, I, I look back. Could I? You know, I, I don't think I could bear all that. I mean, he had, he had so much. You know, and then he had people, his own family, his own kin, who envied him and said, you think you're better than us, you know? And um, he didn't think he was better than anyone. He was humble, really, with it, but he just spoke, 
you know, what was given to him. He spoke, in, you know, he spoke about his dreams and all that. That's amazing. Like I said, I like like you. I don't think I'd be able to manage in a situation like that. Mm. Like I said, but he came out on top because the, yeah. the Pharaoh took a, took him a liking to him mm. and gave him a lot of privileges that he wouldn't have had otherwise. Right. Even as a slave, how many slaves you don't have that type of privileges? <laughs> Even before Pharaoh, because he managed another house before Pharaoh. Yes. Yes. You know, and uh, that gave him gave him a. a a foundation because by doing that, others knew of his gifts. Mm -hmm. and, and even when he was thrown into prison, you know what I mean? Because he was in prison, he made right. even prison uh, uh, survive better. Even the prison uh, productivity was higher. Even the prisoners in there knew of his greatness. Yeah. That's true. Right? I mean, how many of us can say that we can go to jail and while we're in jail, you know, we can make the jail better. <laughs> I don't think it'll be too many. You know? Wow. You might be overtaken by the jail. Yeah. You know, but that's definitely. And, and, and while he was in prison, and mm -hmm. I have to speak on this because, thank you. You know, while he was in prison, the Pharaoh's top guys came. His cupbearer came mm -hmm. there, right? And his cupbearer and was the other guy... You know, they came there. Both of them came there and they knew of his greatness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, people want to be, you know, came on and say, hey, hey, well, you know, who's this guy, Joseph? You know, mm -hmm. he made a prison great and even they had to give him homage. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yes. So he used the least to be the greatest. Right. Yeah. You know? Like he had that prison ministry, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was in him as well. Yeah. For he's touching many lives in prison, you know. Yeah. Showing forth like he didn't give up as a young man. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the gifting was in him. And he utilized it. Mm -hmm. The more he utilized it, the more doors opened up. Yeah. You know, I can imagine Pharaoh telling, look, I know somebody can help you. You know, they probably say, How oh, you can help me. <laughs> but he knew the gift that God had put on his life. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's amazing that he's able to use him that way. But like I said, he put forward, made a difference in the future. Mm -hmm. You know? The gift of interpretations, because he interpreted the dream. He interpreted a lot of people's dreams. He interpreted the, the cop bear's dream. Yeah. Because they had, both of those guys had dreams. And he interpreted both of them's dreams. And he told one of them, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna be beheaded, you're gonna die. And you're going to be restored to to your original position, right? And, and you know, and I said, you know, one of them, how are you going to tell me that I, I'm I'm going I'm not going to live? You know, who are you to tell me that? And the other right. one was saying, well, thank you for the gift to tell me I'm going to be restored. And that happened exactly the way Joseph said it. You know, um, yeah. one was restored and one was you know put to death. Mm. You know, um, and and so when Pharaoh had this this dream that his sorcerers and all his all his uh, uh, men couldn't, you know, all his majestic guys couldn't interpret, here comes along Joseph. Little old nobody Joseph. Right. <laughs> and, but the, the guy that knew that Joseph could interpret was restored back to his original position. Right, right. And uh, that's when, when he said, he said, you know, to Pharaoh, like, 
look, man, here's this guy I knew, but I said, well, bring him to me. He said, he's in the dungeon. He's in the, he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the least of it. Yeah. Bill Pointer, sir. Falsely accused. How did you handle this? Let's bring that thing here. Falsely accused. How do you handle this? I, I'm a guy who, I don't say a whole lot, but because I don't say a whole lot doesn't mean stuff doesn't get to me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very comfortable with just letting action speak for themselves. Like, mean. Truth always comes out, or even lies always come out. Um, That's true. For, further on down the road, so you know, I'm just like, well, sit back and watch. Then, if you don't believe what I'm saying, then it'll, it'll prove itself in time. That doesn't mean that I'm cool with it, but you know, with with the outcome, I'm just like, it's, it's I'm a less stressed guy. You know, you know, stress me out with something I knew it was a lie. <laughs> I had an incident myself this week where a guy accused me of being racist. Me, <laughs> I said, I don't know where he gets this stuff from. Mm. <laughs> you know? Me, been on the for 26 years, never treat anybody disrespectful, and he says I'm racist. <laughs> Force your kids, you know, says I'm, I'm, what's the word he use? I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, people that know me, real that know me, mm-hmm. that's not me. You're right. You know, he may have a chip on his shoulder. But mm. again, it's back to being falsely accused. But I had to stand my ground. Mm. I have to still love him. Yep. Where I commence that. Mm. But hopefully one day he'll take those words and apologize for right. accusing me falsely. <laughs> you know? But again, as you said, you got to stand. Got to be the example. Yeah, even 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 with that, when people don't apologize, I'm like, I, I have a very different way of thinking. I'm like, sometimes I feel silence is locked. If you don't say, yes. if you don't take that back, and I know it's like to me, it's like in my in my vanity, it's like checkmate. I'm glad you covered. Like I ain't worrying about you because you know what, you know I won that one. So right, I, right, I'm right. right. <laughs> I see. Thank mm-hmm. you for that, brother Matthew. How you feel about that? Well, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna give you first of all my past. Yes. Back in my past, you fought your kid. You and I want to fight. <laughs> I'm not gonna kid. I want to fight man. because that that was the old man. You know what I mean. The new man is, I know I have to forgive him. Yes. Because God forgave me. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I had to forgive him. However, I say to myself now, I'm not going to let somebody else rent space in my head. Uh-huh. Because I'm not going to have no sleepless nights. Right. But what you think about me is mm-hmm. not what you think about me. It's what I think about myself. Right. It's not what you call me. It's what I answer to. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You follow me? Because yes. see, I, I've come such a long way personally. So I know that if you want to accuse me of something and I uh-huh. haven't done it, I don't have to worry about it. Because like what Brother Durant said, my grandma used to say, what happens in the dark sooner or later come to light. Yes, you know? yes. So somebody else is going to come up and say, oh no, it weren't Brother Matthew, it was me or it was them or it was whoever. Or yeah. the truth's going to come out the whole story because see, sometimes in life, people are vindictive. Like you was just saying, Elder, Guy mm-hmm. called you. I don't. I I would have never dreamt someone would say that to you, Elder. You know what I mean? You go out at your way. I'm seeing you get up out your bed to go help somebody else. Yes, you know yes. what I mean? I'm seeing. You know, and this is what my experience with you. You know, and so I. You know, when they said that they could have issues themselves, and a That's lot of I think people, it is. people in yeah. life have so many issues and so much pressure and so much stress, so much mm-hmm. worry 
that they want to uh, uh, put it off on somebody else. So they're exploding on someone else when they mm-hmm. really should take some time out and get some good counseling, seek a pastor, seek mm-hmm. a church, seek somewhere where they can release some of the negative stuff which mm-hmm. is in them. Because see, now in this day and age, in 2020, this year, it's been such a year that mm-hmm. people are so stressed. Yeah. You know, that they don't know what to do with themselves. So they take it out, they try to take it out on somebody else, which mm-hmm. is not right. But I, 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 today, today I can forgive them and forget it and let it go. Hmm. But yeah. I weren't always that way. Yeah. yeah. I weren't always that way. <laughs> That's that grace, man. <laughs> Yes. The yeah. hurting part about this individual, he don't know Christ, but they talk about his fruit. Mm. But he don't have that benefit of looking to God and saying, show me the truth. You know what I mean? Mm. I could pray for him. Mm-mm. But if he don't know God for himself, unfortunately, he don't have that. If you look at it, an ace in the hole. Well, they can turn to and say, Lord, show me, show me. Yeah. If y'all confused or y'all got issues within yourself, and you're going to throw it all on somebody else because the way you feel? Mm-hmm. That's not being a real man. Yeah. And the thing speaks about man, you know, standing up. Mm-hmm. You have to stand up and count it, you know. But I don't hold it against him. Yeah. But I, I will be praying for him that he's been enlightened on the truth. You know what I mean? And, and do, you, do you know, the Elder, a lot of times that same individual Right, will come and he'll need your assistance. Mm-hmm. And That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but he forgets. You know, you know, he, he forgets. And then we're that longer. I helped him. You know, and I'll still help him. So I'm right. not gonna yeah. I go to sleep. I sleep good every night. Because, <laughs> like you said, I'm not gonna take that to my bed mm. and hold on my mind. Like you said, occupying his space in my mind. The blessing that God has given to me, I can turn back on him. It's been faithful. I'm going to be faithful, mm. you know, and be a man. And it takes a man to stand up. I've got to be toe-to-toe with him, right? you know. But again, I had to be an example. Even though he called me a hypocrite, mm. you know, that's him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where it's at. We are making a difference and making a count for the future. Mm. That's what the point was on the end of this next one here. Like the present come for the future. Mm-hmm. You all have to be that day. But like you said, the last days. We've seen a lot happen this year, as you said. That never would have dreamt. You know, even to travel on certain areas now, you got to have the vaccine. You're not allowed to go on that plane. Who would have dreamt? Just a year ago, having been on the same airline. Now, if I want to go on the airline again, I'm going to take this vaccine. Alda, I'm going to give you one that I told someone the other day. I said, a year ago, if you would have wore this mask in public or went in a store, they would have arrested you. (laughs) Some of the masks, they would have locked you up there to call the police. Now, if you walk in the store without it, they call it the police. Exactly. You get four and five hundred dollars. Yeah. You know? So so that, that is the contract, but that only speaks of Going back to the scriptures, this is mm-hmm. the last days. Mm-hmm. Yes. As we can see, these where it speaks about it in St. Matthew, the 24th chapter, about pestilence and earthquake. Mm-hmm. If we looked at this year alone, how many tsunamis, how many earthquakes around the world? We're just a lot of times just dealing in our own little world here in Bermuda. Bermuda's another world, and we we mm-hmm. you know encompasses just that. 
But let's mm-hmm. look at it on a global scale, you know, on a scale around the world, mm-hmm. because this going around the world, because the whole world came to a standstill. Never before in the history of man has That's the good. whole entire world come to a standstill over a pandemic. That's over good. anything. You know, not even the world wars. Not even World yeah. War One, World War Two. Other countries still survived and still kept going on like normal. But mm-hmm. this brought the world to a sense. It opened up a and so we have to now know that there has to be a God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without a shadow of doubt, there has to be a God. Because it's been foretold. Our great ancestors in this word of God told mm-hmm. us these things are going to come to pass. So we can yeah. look back on it and say today that, hey, and it's near. That's true. And it's near. Yeah, that's true. You see the signs everywhere. I mean, just seeing young ones stealing from the mama, mm-hmm. the dad, the one that raised some change, the dirty diapers, fell, <laughs> take money out of the pocket and feel mm-hmm. lonely. Yeah. Where's the shame? There you is. know, people steal from the church and don't feel any way about it. It's the old yeah, time blue. It's like morale is do you know, talking about we saw more last week. It's, it's no respect for the order or the or the decency of how things go. Like it's not right to steal from anybody. But exactly, your own kinfolk, your own like, like it's just it's almost lawlessness now. Like we're just wild own gods. Yeah, I was talking to somebody this week, and people are taking advantage. Senior in the eighties, people have taken advantage of them. Mm. I'll be after like beating myself to jail. <laughs> I wasn't taking something from a senior like that, and you know. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing mm. how low people will go, you know. Mm. Like, just just don't care about anybody. Yeah, you know, morale is out. Yeah, you, you know, this would happen. This would happen this week. I was outside. You know, out in the morning, you can't pack, park a car in front of the Bank of Butterfield before ten o'clock. Yeah, young yes. man was parked his car. Yeah, the ward came up and said, "Is this your car?" To the young man, he ran out and said, this is my car. And she says, well, could you kindly move it? He said, can I go inside and get my, my car? She says, you should not have left it in there. You shouldn't be parked there. He said, don't talk to me like that. I looked, I looked at him and I said, young man, she could give you this ticket. Exactly. You know, she don't have to say anything. Just giving you an And you are disrespecting this lady who is your, old enough to be your mother. Yeah. You know, and he said, well, who are you to talk? I said, I'm only explaining something to you, you know. But mm. she gave him a break. But yes. he started talking to her. She should talk to me like she didn't say anything out of order. He mm-hmm. was so far off the deep end that yes. he didn't even realize it. Right. So Don, further down by um, uh, uh, Royal Gazette, Don, yes. that I stopped. I pulled my truck up and I said to her, I said, you know, you're a good lady. I said, I understand that he disrespected you. I want you to know that God's going to bless you no matter what. You done the right thing and you did walk away, but you could have given him that ticket. She right. says, I know I could have. I said, you could have gave it to him no matter what. Right. Disrespected you. So I try to help build her back up, her self-esteem mm-hmm. back up, because I know that that hurt in her heart. Here's this young man. Yes, you know, and he was a young man. He was no older than about 24, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She told him, look, see the sign? <laughs> He's had the sign for there for 20 years. He's just a fourth penny. So he knew better. But right, right, even right. in his wrongdoings, he's mm-hmm. trying to justify that to make it work. It's the and lawlessness. It's the lawlessness. Like people, you can show them, you can show them stuff into your or talk to your blue in the face. It doesn't make a difference. What I want right now 
is what's going to happen right now. And anybody else getting in my way, then I'll rule you over too. It could be grandma or auntie or the police warden or mm-hmm. whatever. Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> I'm yeah. that they, I, I agree with you, brother Durant. And they're trying to make wrong right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're trying to justify their bad behavior. They're trying mm-hmm. to minimize it, rationalize it, and all the, the bad behaviors. And you can't do that. No. You just can't do that. And, you know, so often I try to step in and, and sometimes I have to be careful and, and very uh, uh, astute the way I do this, stepping in, because some of these young men are so angry. Oh, yeah. And they're so, you know, they're ready to, to just blow. Mm, you know, yeah. they're, they're like a, a powder keg with a fuse, a short fuse a day. <laughs> so you have to be careful and, and be tactful. You know, and mm-hmm. I try to do that. You know, see, she, the lady could have given you a ticket. She was mm-hmm. just trying to help you out to let you know that. Because yes, suppose, and I said to him, I said, suppose her boss came along and she didn't give you that ticket. Uh-huh. She could lose her job for letting mm-hmm. you, you know. So so we have to be understand how the plight of someone else, you know, um, it's the old thing, you know, you can't, you don't know how it is until you work a mile in my shoes. Or Indians used to say, you know, you got to walk a mile in my moccasins. You know, <laughs> we don't know how someone else feels when, until we're in their position or their mm-hmm. shoes. And how did that lady feel? How did that traffic warden feel? You know what I mean? Right? She felt humiliated because was all the people in front of the bank, you know, mm-hmm. and, and she felt hurt and she was just doing her job. She wasn't doing nothing mm-hmm. out of the ordinary. She was just doing her job and she was giving him a break. That's what it really, really got to me. She was giving him a break. So I said, how many times in life did we be given a break? Mm-hmm. How many times in life did God give us a break? How many times did God give us a second chance? You know, mm-hmm. I often say a second chance in one lifetime, you know, yeah. and that's just such great, great stuff, man. You know, so you just got to carry the message, you know, just carry yeah. the message. Just looking at a little chat here. I got Sister Tyrus says, remember who gave you the gift? The gift of God. Like I said, mm-hmm. that woman, like you said, she could have gave that guy a ticket. Mm-hmm. But he don't realize the benefit mm-hmm. of her stopping, taking her time out. Like I said, they, they could write. In fact, I'm seeing them pull up, watch somebody get out of the car, and as soon as they leave, the back's turned, they got a ticket. He don't know how blessed he is not to receive a ticket. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's $75. That's exactly. the $75 he's trying to take out the bank, probably. Get <laughs> <laughs> to go right back here and get some more money and pay the ticket right away. But right. I'm going to say so for the young ones. I'm hoping they're listening mm. and gleaming from this. You know, or we give them some pointers that they can have that patience. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody's trying to help them, and they don't even realize the help is there. Mm-hmm. They just see they're just picking on me. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? No, 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 no. Mm. You know, as a young man, like I said, I've always listened. People see me around. I like being around the older people. Mm. I can glean from them, listen to conversations, ask some questions, you know. They probably thought, hey, what this guy asked me his questions? But I was <laughs> taking it in like a sponge. Yeah, yeah. And today I can give out. Mm. Hopefully some of those young people that may not have. You know, mm. like I said, and God has blessed me in that way. I'm thankful. The note just came in. How do we help the young people today that don't know the Bible? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, Brother Ryan? Well, well yeah. you know, first, first I, with me, because I, I work with some young people and, and I and I try to talk with them. I try to find out where they're at, first of all. Mm-hmm. Because if I try 
to try to shove the Bible down their throat, whatever. Like they're going to start rejecting it. They're going to yes, they're yeah, going to yeah. run away from it. So you know, I, I might I might pose a question to them. Hey, you believe in God? Just just throw it out like that. You know, you believe yeah. in God and see where they see where, see where it comes comes mm-hmm. back from. You know. But I, I really want to touch on something you said patience a little while ago, right? Mm-hmm. And and that because that was real, 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 real key with me. Yes. Because I don't I didn't have a lot of patience. But I remember my grandmother used to say, and this was just the same she used to say was patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. And only good thing comes to those who wait. I used to say, What you mean by that? But as I got older, honestly, yeah. you, man. Yes, yes. Yeah. So so saying that a lot of them don't have patience. So therefore, mm-hmm. if they don't have patience, how can you throw something at them? That they mm-hmm. had an opportunity to read for themselves. Right. So, yes. do I push the Bible on them? Not, no, I don't push it on them. I gradually work it in in conversation, mm-hmm. and you will be surprised how many of them believe in God. They don't know what He really says, but mm-hmm. they believe that there's something. They might mm-hmm. say, "Oh yeah, there's got to be a power stronger or a higher <laughs> power," or they might use all that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I say, well, how do, you, how do you think creation came about? Mm-hmm. Ain't that Big Bang theory that you that, that you, you know? I yeah. said there has to be something that created all of this, right? You right. Know? You have to start. I say if you you take numbers, numbers one, two, three, four, five starts at zero, starts at nothing, and something had to create it. Mm-hmm. So I I you know I bring it in on them like that, and right. and believe it or not, before it's over, I, I say to them, look, hey, why don't you come to church with me? Mm-hmm. I said just come a couple of times, and you can make up your mind from there. You know what I mean? And most of them, granny or grandmother or grandfather or great grandmother, great grandfather mm-hmm. was raised in the church. Yes. But they had that that uh, fire brimstone type of teachings back then, mm-hmm. you know. And and you know, if you don't do right, God's gonna strike you down. And you know, and that used to scare me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But as mm-hmm. I got older, understood what they really meant was, you know what I mean? If you're doing wrong, you know, wrong's gonna follow you. But if you do right, right's going to follow you. That was a fire and brimstone that they was trying to tell me. You know what I mean? But I couldn't comprehend it back then. But mm. this with the young folk today, it's very difficult to just push it on them. You got to mm-hmm. ease it in on them and talk to them about it and let them and convince them to make up their own mind. Mm. You know, give them the information. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, without any information and just a little bit of information is a dangerous thing. But if you give them the correct and right foundational information mm-hmm. they can make up a good decision a lot mm-hmm. of them make up a good mind right and a lot of them a lot to offer that's the thing yes. about it they have a lot mm-hmm. to offer our, our new generation young men and young women have a lot to offer because they're mm-hmm. very talented I, mm-hmm. I have a problem with my cell phone i go to my grandchild and yes. say, I'm just 12 years old and she say her papa yeah <laughs> right you know? And 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 I I love that you know because they love to come to church with me you know what I mean so as often mm-hmm. as I can bring them I'll bring them you know I can't wait till this pandemic's over because they right. they want them. and that's the generation that we need to check you know yeah. so yeah yes but I'm looking out for my young young men right here at home in Bermuda you know mm-hmm. uh, we we have so many of them that are so lost and it, yeah. and it, it hurts me it brings me to tears time really it does because mm-hmm. I see them all the time all yeah. the time. I, I try to drop a little seed on my job, even, you know. So sometimes I get all rowdy up. I say, "Hey, take it easy, take it easy, man." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Watch your temper. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't try to force the gospel on them. But I try to live the life around them that they see right. is different. 
Mm-hmm. They can see that someone else is controlling my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I even make mention sometimes how the job is blessed to have Christians in there. They may not realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few of us in there as Christians. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're being blessed because it's just as they um being in prison ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be blessed because he stood this ground. Yeah. So I've been like lights in a dark world. You know, I mean, like I said, you just can't go ahead and shove it down her throat. They ain't gonna have that. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Yeah, <laughs> you say something yeah. about right? Yeah, no, it's, it's like no, I say nobody wants that. But like, I remember it was this guy at um at my old job. He was, I mean, his his knew me, his seen me around for I'll say about maybe three years at the time, mm-hmm. and um. It was one particular day he came up to me and said, I thought it was something different about you. And this guy, I've never spoken to in my life. Like, I just knew him in passing. Yes, yeah. I was like, well, where you know me from? Because outside of work, I've never seen this guy. So he says, I, I turned on channel 24. I knew it was something different about you. I saw you preaching. I was like, oh, geez, like, you never you never know who's watching when and where. That's like, true. Imagine, imagine I was, imagine he saw the service I preached on a Sunday. And then the next day at work, he saw me. Doing something on sports, like so, he'd be like, people, people could could spot a fake a mile away. Yeah, yes. it's not it's not always what you say is what you do. Like you got to carry yourself in that integral spirit at all times because you never know if what you do in this particular moment has ramification for somebody else in the future. You know, I don't want to stop anybody's blessing or anybody's anybody's current time or anybody's time because yes. I dropped the ball. Like then I don't got to answer to that. No, I ain't trying to do that. No, no, no. Just getting back to this capture song. It says, saving for a rainy day. What advice do you have for the young people? Oh, they're working. Well, if 2020 hasn't taught day. you if 2020 hasn't taught you to save for a rainy day, then I don't know what will. But um, you know, it, I can't say it was my dad who taught me, but I remember hearing plenty of times when I was young, save six months rent just in case, or save six months car note just in case. Um, because you never know. You you I mean like I said, if you don't know by now, I don't know what else to teach you. So yeah. it's just, it's always good to you know have have a plan. Like you can't just be like, I'm gonna try this 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 week. Like it's it's no, you have to be guided by something. Like I understand, mm-hmm. I understand things come up, but you know it's always best to have a plan in place for anything that you do, whether it be a car, whether you're trying to go over to school, whether it be you know whatever buying a house. You can't just go in really nearly and say, I hope this works and then when it doesn't, you're mad at everybody else. Like, no, take that responsibility on yourself. Like that was you that went in unprepared. Yeah, even as as herd owners, mm-hmm. you have to be realizing that can't take our talents for granted. Mm-hmm. Some people, oh uh, don't worry about it. But especially don't put the rent in. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna mm-hmm. have a little something put aside to cover them until right. such time as they do put up their rent. Definitely. You know. Some say, some, I heard people say, right, oh, you're lucky you got a house. Mm-hmm. He'll come with that house. Right. Upkeep, maintenance, that's putting aside for the rainy day. Mm-hmm. You know, your roof has got to be painted, your walls got to be painted. And how about if you got a mortgage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's that's top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, you know bro, brother Durant, you said something a little while ago. Actions speak louder than words. You know, people used to say, say a whole lot of stuff with actions. Like you said, they, they watch what you do more than they listen to what you say. They watch what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one thing. And the other thing you said that my granny, I go often go back to my grandmother and grandfather because they're my 
they were my idols. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I say idols, like I, I, I stooped to be like, like them. They, they were, they were definitely all of that to me. Right? My grandmother used to say, cause she was the brains. <laughs> she used to say a penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. I used to wonder what she meant by that. Well, because back then a penny was a lot of money. <laughs> One penny was a lot of money. Right. You know, I'm, I'm way back now. <laughs> but what she meant was if you saved it, you mm-hmm. had it for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. But right. if you didn't save it, you had nothing. Right. You know, that's what she was teaching me back then. Save mm-hmm. something. If you made, you know, and how she I remember my uncle used to go out and he used to make 21 shillings. Mm-hmm. And he he didn't even that was his paycheck. And he didn't spend it. He had to bring it home first. Mm-hmm. This is my uncle now. Mm-hmm. Like five yeah. years old. And I used to watch, he used to bring it home, put it on the table, and my grandmother used to take some of it and give him maybe a couple shillings, five shillings or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and she used to bank the rest. But when he got married, mm-hmm. she had enough money to buy, he had bought him a house. Yes, yes. So she was smart, she was the brains. Yes, yes. That's how they that's how they, they did a penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. So that's what was that. So today I would tell the young people, you know, if you got a job and you're out there and you're living home with your parents, you know, Maybe. go home and give your parents something, help out with the household and put yeah. something aside. Yes. Put something aside. So that yeah, you can have a lot of people do that. They will save it up. And the older folks, you know, they had gift clubs. They, you yeah. know, I, I remember a Laughlin's Hall. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you, you guys remember Laughlin's Hall up Carver Pass. My grandma and I used to stay up City Hill. My grandma used to make me walk over there and take a few shillings over to Laughlin's Hall. Mm-hmm. But I remember every, at the end of the year, she'd get all this money. And I, you know, and I didn't know. But, you know, as I got older, she said, this is yours. Mm. I wasn't mind for carrying all them groceries up to Miss Jones, Miss Smith, Miss <laughs> Oh, during the nights everything yeah, else. Yeah. Take, and when I got Miss Smith, I'll take eggs over to Miss Miss Watson and all. <laughs> but that was what was happening back then. Yeah, good training. I can say I, I would like for more men to train those young ones that way. Mm. Train on the way, so they would have it. I mean, if you just spend it all, man. Yeah. You know. And what they've, they're, they're hoping to get an inheritance from the parents or grandparents. <laughs> they can't work. work. <laughs> they might outlive us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember when, I was, being, when I was away in school, in my first year, I was, I was young and foolish, and I got a phone. I was texting all my friends back in Bermuda and, and going out, blah, 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 blah. So at the end of like my first semester, I'm looking at my, um, my card. I ain't got no money on my card. So... <laughs> My dinner became vending machine snacks, Skittles and, mm-hmm. and chips and water from the um water from the tap. Oh, my other college, um, Canadian friends out there eating meals and stuff that I'm saying, nah, I'm gonna have these chips and this and this sprite. So I said from then and there, I said, that's never gonna happen to me again. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sort my finances out because this is an ugly feed. And I only had that experience for maybe two months. I said, nah, never again. It was a lot of experience. I'm, I'm claiming yeah, to be some rich man now, but I'm definitely not. I, I learned from that experience. Yes, like, sometimes the allows us to go on, loot. Exactly. Maybe it can come up. Mm-mm. You know, you got a testimony. Mm-mm. You know, I, they like I said, rock bottom. They call it rock bottom, yeah. brother. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. Hit the bottom and the only way to go is what up. 
Yeah, some people yeah. say peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because they ain't got no money. Yeah, that was a staple that would keep you until you got some more dollars in your pocket. And I'm a big you know? eater to make it worse, so I couldn't just eat anything. I was like, well, I know I definitely like Snickers and potato chips, so <laughs> can't even afford no no bargaining off like that. It was just <laughs> when I was in the vending machine, you eating that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, sometimes you go wait on. Mm-mm. Wait on. Second called yeah. way up. It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son. See, he got his money, right? You know yeah. what I mean? He ran out and he, he ran all over the place, wild women and song and all that. And then when he didn't have no money, all his friends kicked him to the curb. All his friends that he thought was mm-hmm. friends, they went and left him. Mm-hmm. And then he was in the pig pen. Yeah. Eating on mm-hmm. the slop. Eating the same. Slop that the pigs feed. Now, I don't know if you know about pigs, but pig yeah. pen don't smell too good. Yeah. Right? Okay. But he remembered one thing in my father's house. And a lot of servants he's there. That's right. You know, he and, and that's the same thing. Yeah, he humbled himself and he went back home. Mm-hmm. But that's how God is with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We go out and we do all this bad. And God said, yeah, well, you know, if you realize we're still here for him and we yeah. come back. And he blesses us abundance over and beyond what we can receive. He said he opened up heaven and shall more blessing than we're able to receive. And yeah. I, I, I talk to my friends. I say more than we can conceive because God is so magnificent. It's more than we can even imagine. He'll yeah. give us all that and more. Mm-hmm. All we got to do it's, it's just praise him, worship, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And oh, he didn't say some. He said all these things can be added to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Come on, Elder. I mean, you know, he's going to give us everything our heart desires. Wow, we serve a mighty and gracious God. Yeah, you know? A young man that was in the church. God opened mm-hmm. up doors for him, provided him with work. And he left the church. Left the blessing mm-hmm. that he received. He saw the blessing. It was made murder to him, and you gotta leave it. Mm-hmm. Like really? yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times we forget where that where that actual blessing came from. And like it, it weren't because of you. You might have the degree and all that type of stuff, but like I mean, when God's favors on your life and you and you're doing you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. the the is there is no limit to what God's gonna bless you with. So yeah, I, mean, I hope it's I hope it's doing all right. But you know, <laughs> well. From what I'm hearing, like I said, and a certain brother reminds him, what happened, man? You was doing good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You left the blessings of the mm-hmm. church? I mean, his, his profession, I ain't gonna say what it is, but his profession, got many people in the church that could have put him to work mm-hmm. and it's guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. The profession you need all the time. Right. But he goes outside of it. He goes mm-hmm. outside there, like I said, once you left, it's gonna be hard to get back. Right. Yeah, you know, you know, God would take them talents and give it to somebody else. You know, he said, hey. you know the story of the talents. Yes, he yes, yes. Talents and give it to somebody else because yeah, see, God's it. word is not going to be buried in no sand. It's mm-hmm. not going to be buried. He'll take right. it and give it to somebody else and let somebody else carry the message. That's you know what I mean? Put yeah, put somebody else to work. You know, yeah. and 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 see that's that's what these stories in the Bible tell us. Hmm. They 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 enlighten us. To, to these things. And we have to realize that. And that's why we have to share our experience, strength, and hope with the young men so that yeah. we can bring them along so that they can see it. And like what you're saying, Brother Durant, you know what I mean? They can see what we're doing and they mm-hmm. want to follow us 
You know mm. what I mean? Because you, Brother Durant, are going to be able to influence one young man. One right. young man is going to be able to influence another young man. That young man is going to And before we know it, we have mm. a whole lot of young men. Right. Mm. And that's what this thing's really yeah. all about. That's you true. Know? Right. Mm. Iron sharpening iron. That's what I try to do today. I mean, I'm not always been like that, but today, you know, because God has given me a second life in one lifetime, you know, it's blessed me over and beyond what I could even imagine, mm. right, or conceive, you know, I try to share that with somebody else. I try to share that with another young man. You know mm. what I mean? Don't make the mistakes that I made. You know mm. what I mean? I tell them about my errors and my mistakes, but, mm. you know, look at what it is today. You know what I mean? Right. And, and how, you know, you can be called elder or you can be called deacon or you can be called mister instead mm. of some other names that they call they, and which I wouldn't even bother to say that they call each other in the streets. Mm. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I'm just going to do a few of these little captures on there. <clears throat> Don't come back to so true what we're saying. Join us. Somebody was saying. <laughs> That's right. So they're picking it up. Mm -mm. Mankind is lost without God. That's somebody point us here. There's a few others on here. Just go over for lawlessness. Probably hmm. said amen to what we're saying. Mm. Yes, we need more mature men to help and guide the younger ones. We have to be the example. Because some of them don't get it at home. If they don't get it at home, they may have to get on the job, in the workplace. Pastor Sam said, be real. Mm. Remember that. Common direction. You have to remember that God is a leader. He's going to direct us. Mm -hmm. This is Tom Commons coming in. Some other ones, let's take a quick look. What a blessing, it says. Again, we have to be the example. Yeah. They ain't reading the Bible. No. Some of them don't even know what the Bible is. <laughs> but they're reading us. Mm, yep. Like a book. Oh, That's yeah. Like you both were saying, we're going to be steadfast in what we do. Not wishy-washy, mm -hmm. you know. Somebody said to me, you're smiling. I said, well, was God is in me. But see, it comes out, you know. Some people get mad, they see you happy. Why are you all so happy? <laughs> mm -hmm. What What you mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, what's in will come out. Yep. If you're miserable, it's going to show in your countenance. Mm -hmm. So we have to be steadfast for the younger ones that's looking at us. That they one day can stand before their children and say, I learned it from an older, older chap, or mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Henry Final Remarks, Brother Matthews. Time well, is going. Time goes so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, we're having fun and sharing the blessings of the Lord. Yeah, and you know, the Bible says, Whenever two or three gather together in my name, so shall I be in the midst. He's in the midst of us now, it's three of us, he's in the midst of this. And because he's in the midst, he's blessing, he's blessing mm -hmm. this, you know. And um, but what I want to say is that I think that we can continue to to do what we're doing, continue to reach out and, and try to help the young men and and you know and um, bring them in, let them know, and let them be you know a part of something because they they they're so in the streets and they don't know who they are. They lost their identity. They lost who they are. So they need some identity, and that's what happens a lot of times they have nobody they have no one they have no male figure in their life yes, you know, yes. be a big brother be a role model be a mentor be whatever we can be you know at this stage because they're lost and you know now that i'm saved i am responsible and accountable to do the right thing to help them you know yes. because 
If not, it's going to be charge me for not doing that. And I will be charged for that. And I don't want to get up there in that great day. And, 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 and the Lord said, well, you didn't talk, your son, so you had the opportunity. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't want that, I don't want that on my head. So no, 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 no. So I'm going to do my part. You know, I'm going to definitely do my part. So if anyone that is hearing me and they need, you know, someone to talk to or whatever, you know, call me or, or call someone or try to get a hold of me because I will come wherever you are in this little island that we live in. I would definitely get up and come. You know. Thank you, Bob Matthews. Well, Rand, you got any final words? Yeah, I mean, I mean, my my hope is that people, you know, glean from people who have been through things. I remember back in my little church, we had, I can't remember how old I was, but I remember I was paired with an older gentleman in church, um, Father Peter Smiley. And he was telling mm -hmm. me, you know, like about his experience as a young guy and what drew me to him really. And it might not be cool for everybody, but he had a tattoo on his arm. And I was like, it was like a little crest of something. I can't remember what it was. But I was like, what's that? What's that from? And he was telling me about his time, you know, as I'm what? doing sailing. Yeah, in, in war and stuff. Yeah, he was telling me about all that. And I was like, this guy's Chris. So, you know, the more he was telling me, the more I was just like, that's cool. Because I want that tattoo. But, you know, what he, everything he was telling me, it was kind of sticking with me. So, yes. you know, you never, it, it might not be a person that you would look at initially and say, yeah, I want to be like that guy. Like, but... You know, the more they start talking, the more you know everybody starts opening up to each other. You're like, oh, I could, I could learn that lesson from that person. So, you know, it's, it might not be the most natural thing at the beginning to go out and just start a conversation, but it's gonna be some pretty interesting dialogue that will come. I mean, yeah. I, this is the most I've ever spoken to brother, brother Matthew, and I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Well, we pass each other. We, we just, yeah, 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 we yeah. common. You know. The love between us is already there because we all right, right. that, and you know, and so you know, but we know each other. We know yeah. each other because yeah, we yeah. have one thing in common. That's God. Right for sure. That's true. Sure. Yeah. So, like I said, iron sharper than iron. That's right. So, like I said, we don't share it. You mm -hmm. may have something I need. You give a testimony. Mm -hmm. I may have been going through something. Y'all gave a testimony. It's mm -hmm. not strength to me, so I can go right. through. So he can make it. Mm -hmm. I can make it too. You know. That's why we should share. Among yeah. each other, like I said, but we have to be in that place mm. to be able to share. Mm. If you're not in the place, you're not a Christian, right. you're not going to understand everything we're saying. Right. I invite even a young man that may be listening in to give your heart to the Lord. Mm. It's not going to be easy all the time, mm. but you will have God to work on your behalf. Mm. That sort of strength. So I'm thankful for both of you, Brother Matthews and Brother Rent. Yes, sir. Thank you. This evening to join and to give your nuggets, as they were, <laughs> to the under 20s mm. that they see that it's real. They may think that you've got a bed of roses, mm -hmm. of a bed of patients where it's not so, mm -hmm. but God, you yeah. know. So I'm thankful this evening. Glad to have you on there one more time. Sir, good to right to close out. <laughs> Thank you Thank again, you. Brother Matthews. Thank mm -hmm. you for having me. So, joy, <laughs> Brother Rand, likewise. Thank you, sir. You too. Have a blessed one. God willing, tomorrow morning. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Thank you. God willing, I'll be there as well. All right. God bless you. Likewise. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes, social media, thankful for you joining us this evening. Trusting that something that was said, discussed, that you enjoyed it, that you learned from it, that you can give to even the younger ones. 
that may not know. Some of the other ones may have some direction. Haven't listened to the brothers discuss this evening. Prayerfully, you have learned and you can direct somebody. Thank you. Until next time, blessings abound.